Good morning. This is the Joy of Discovery, and I'm Ben Payton. Today we're going to talk about what it means to believe. I grew up, my father was a, um, a minister, and he called himself an old-time Methodist. He grew up in the uh, Methodist church, and uh, he was quite a charismatic person. He went on the radio in 1936 and uh, built quite a following. As a matter of fact, he was so popular in West Virginia that the Democratic Party tapped him to uh, run for Congress. But he found out later that they really just used his popularity to split the ticket so that uh, the Democratic Party could get their own uh, candidate or person in, and he, he was pretty devastated by that. This is what he told me. He said, even my friends didn't vote for me. And this was in the uh, mid-50s, around, I don't know, 52, 53, something like that. And he began to come to Roanoke, Virginia, to do uh, radio broadcasts, later did some tent revivals, and then there was a lady in Salem, Virginia, who owned Snyder Nursing Home, and she told him if he'd come to Roanoke build a church that she'd give him a place to live. And so that's how we wound up in Roanoke, Virginia. But my dad uh, was called into the ministry at, at a pretty early age, and uh, he told me one time, <laughs> I thought this was kind of funny, he said, I'd take a different text and just say the same thing every night when I was getting started. You know, there are many things that take place in the church that uh, we've not progressed from. And one of them is, what does it mean to be saved? Well, you know what it means to be saved. I mean, I don't have to give you a definition of that. But how are you saved? Uh, You know, when we grew up in camp meetings, and the camp meeting was along the Greenbrier River in the 4-H camp, uh, I can remember as a young man, I mean, you know, early teens, Sometimes uh, the preachers would come down off the platform and come and tap you and say, come to the altar to get saved. Now, I don't, I don't have any problem with that, but the simplicity of salvation, it just amazes me. During my time of studying the Word of God, I went through the book of Revelation, then the book of uh, John, then the book of Revelation, then the, work, uh, then the book of John. So I spent quite a bit of time in those two books, and I really, you know, you have to spend time not just reading it, but observing it, researching it, knowing the, uh, the culture and the history with which it is, because um, John really, really puts it very plain for each of us. As a matter of fact, he has one interest He wants to take you from unbelief to belief, period. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's it. John 3.16. Sometimes people want to add their own definition. What does it mean to believe? You know, they want to say, well, now you got to really really believe. (laughs) So uh, I find that quite interesting. But what does it mean to believe? Do we go to the dictionary and look it up? No, we go to the Word of God and uh, look it up. 
This is in John chapter 20, and uh, I need my glasses here. And this is verse 30. It said, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. Verse 31, But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. That's what it means to believe, and that's what it means to become part of the kingdom of God, believing. Now, I'm reluctant to say this. I don't want to appear derogatory, but uh, a lot of people, once you come to the altar and beg God to... uh, confess your sins, et cetera, et cetera. But John puts it into a very simple statement. All you have to do is believe. Believe. God sent Jesus to save the world, and the world will judge itself in its response to Jesus. So God's not going to judge you. You're going to judge yourself. Are you going to believe or not believe? In the book of John, the reason we have, now some people call them miracles, but really the book of John is full of signs, signs that direct you to something. These things were written that you might believe. That's pretty simple. So we see in chapter 2 of John. Here's your coffee, Peyton. Thank you, Ruth. So you see in chapter 2 of John, that he went to a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And when they ran out of wine, he changed the water to wine. And the disciples believed. If you go to John chapter 4, he met the woman at the well. And she went back. Now, here's a woman that came at the noon hour to draw water. And the reason she came at noon, most women came either early in the morning or late in the afternoon to avoid the hot Palestinian heat. But she came at the noon hour to avoid all of that ostracism, and she met Jesus. He asked for a drink of water, and they engaged in quite a conversation. She returned to the town, the people that she'd been avoiding, and she says, come and meet the man that told me all things. And, of course, they came. And they begged him to stay a little longer, and he did. And then they say, now we believe because we've heard him for ourselves. He fed the 5,000. He did all of these things in the book of John. These narrations that we read, these were done to point you to Jesus, that he was, as it says in chapter 20 and verse 30, These are written to you that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. That's pretty simple, isn't it? So much of the time we are given sermons, and, you know, they can be very helpful, but they want to concentrate on what we do, how we are to behave. It's as if they've got a box setting on the altar or on the platform, and they want you to come and jump in the box. And we call that God in a box. 
And when you come out, you all look the same, smell the same, have the same hairdo, et cetera, et cetera. We were created by God, and we're all very unique. And personally, I, I just don't think that he changes our personality that much. Granted, he might come in and say, you need a little sandpaper to smooth out the edges, and there are some things that would be better for you if you set them aside. But he created us as very unique individuals. And, you know, some people, uh, I've heard people say, now you got to go out, you got to knock on doors, et cetera, et cetera. But for some people, that's just not in their personality. That's not part of who they are. Be who you are. Do the best you can do. That's all anybody can ask you. I think God will bless you for that. Just be who you are. So what are works? As defined in the book of Revelation, works are faith. Because in the book of Revelation, you know, you're going through rough times, and it's easy for you to be discouraged, but you're judged based upon your faithfulness. But in the book of John, it's believe. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and believing through his name you might be saved? Because if you do, you're ushered into the kingdom of God. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Very simple. Believe. It took me a while as I studied the book of John to recognize the fact of how simple it is to simply embrace Jesus with your belief. I was with a couple, and they had a relative there with them, and they'd been talking to him about giving him his heart to, to Christ. And I said, let me show you how simple it is. And I read from this verse. I said, that's it. Works are a side effect of what you believe. You believe in Jesus, then what you do. Well, let me put it this way. It's kind of like falling in love. When Josanne my wife, who's been deceased now three years, but the first time I saw her at age 14, man, I was just blown away with her sweetness, her looks, etc. And you know, we lived as the crow flies maybe a mile apart, but every waking moment, because of my love for her, she kind of controlled my behavior. I wanted to impress her with the right kind of cologne, be sure my hair was combed just right. Or good deodorant. <laughs> but it's a loved relationship. Fall in love with Jesus. It'll be easy to believe in him, that he is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might be saved. Say a little prayer for my voice. It just seems to get raspy when I get on here. It's kind of hard to talk. We're beginning to look at uh, the book of Daniel. I know many of you tuned in today to hear about Revelation, but we're going to move to Daniel, but I, I need a week or two to, um, to prepare. So have a great day. Thank you for being a part of the Joy Discovery. I'm Ben Payton. Have a nice day and keep it real.